Welcome to the Consult Atlas podcast, where we talk about artificial intelligence, globalizing labor, and America's small businesses. In this program, we explore the latest trends, insights, and stories from the world of business, entrepreneurship, and culture. I'm your host, Paul Michael Rowland, and I'm here to bring you the most interesting and relevant topics every week. Whether you're a tech enthusiast, an entrepreneur, or just curious about the starting a business is like, this podcast is for you. In each episode, I'll be interviewing experts, influencers, and innovators who are shaping the future of their industries and sharing their insights with us. In this podcast series, we will follow the journey of Charlotte and Prosper, along with their four children, Tim, Simon, Jeffrey, and Stephanie, as they work towards obtaining their healthcare license in Connecticut. Throughout the series, we will share their experiences, challenges, and triumphs in working towards their goal of starting their own home healthcare agency. Along with their partnership with Consult Atlas, we will explore the process of obtaining a healthcare license and the valuable insights they have gained along the way. Whether you're considering starting your own home healthcare agency or just interested in learning more about the process, this series is sure to provide valuable information and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and join us as we follow this family's journey towards entrepreneurship in the healthcare industry. So great to see you all and to be together. Oh, I've just been this mystery man over the phone for such a long time. <laughs> show my face, get myself acquainted with y'all and all of that. Oh, but how's the weather over in New York City? Yeah. This hot, muy caliente. No, today it's 90. Oh, it's 90? Yes. That's, That's the why. first one for the year. Wow. Tomorrow on the weekend, it'll be like 40. It'll be like 40? Oh, wow. <laughs> you get bipolar weather like Seattle uh, every day. Like I'm like looking out this window and I'm like, is it going to rain today? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I am so glad to have you all. Let's do proper introductions. I kind of see somebody trying to come into frame a little bit. Hey, there he is. How's it going, man? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I hope uh, you're pumped for today and enjoying the weather as well. Um, If I could just quickly kind of do a quick introduction with everybody that we have with you. So we got you three here. Is there anybody else in the room? Yes, Simon yes, here. Jeff is coming. He, he, he's- it's okay. We'll we'll slowly bring this all in. We'll 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 have introductions and all of that. Uh, so let's go. So Charlotte, I'm already aware of you, and then let's go <laughs> your your son. Everybody, just give me an introduction of who you are and also your relation to your parents. Yes. Let's start um, with you, yeah, I can start. Uh, my name is Tim. Um. And I'm the oldest son. You are fantastic. How old are you, Tim? How old do you think I am? Oh, my age, man. You young enough. You young enough to where that won't be. I'm in my 30s now. So, you know, I just hit the the the, the top of the mountain, so to speak. Or at least it feels that way. But are you younger than that? Are you like 25 yeah. or? <laughs> 26. You're 26. Okay. Tim, fantastic. And then who else do we have in the room? We have uh, 
This young boy here. Hey, how's it going, man? How you doing? Good to meet you, brother. What was your first name? Uh, Simon. Simon. Nice to meet you, Simon. Nice you just is, you. Uh, are you the older brother of Tim? You get to boss him around, or it doesn't matter <laughs> what the age is? Uh, sadly, no. Nah, I am his younger nah. brother. You're just like, oh, one more year, man. He is another inch or two taller. You'd be all about it. Awesome. Well, great to meet you, Simon. Pleasure, yes, pleasure. You. Now, who else do we got in the room? Is that so the we have uh, Jeffrey, Stephanie, and Jeffrey just uh, step out to pick up Elizabeth at school. He's oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm pleasure to have you all here now. And uh, once again, if you haven't uh, heard my name from Charlotte already, I'm Paul Michael Rowland. I'm the healthcare consult, uh, consultant here at uh, Consult Atlas. Been in the healthcare game a while. It's been a quick minute. So uh, I'm here to uh, go ahead and help you guys because uh, from what Charlotte or mom has said is that she's uh, wanting to start in venturing into the home healthcare industry, which I'm here to let you know just off of the bat from being in the industry itself. It's one recession proof, always going to have people that need your services. Uh, it's also increasing uh, by 7% every year. I think from 2019, from the last figures, uh, we were at $103 billion into the home care industry. Uh, by 2026, it will have reached $173 billion. So yeah, about a 7% increase throughout each year. And what I'm here to do is not only kind of give a, uh, a slight overview of the industry and what to expect and all that, and we're going to go into a, quite a few things today. Uh, but my initial thing is to say that if you're not personally passionate about this industry, and uh, the emotion that goes into it, especially when you're dealing with families in their most vulnerable time in their lives, uh, that to look at that as your shining star to success is your passion rather than the dollar signs that are behind it. Because you need a lot of heart to deal with the type mm -hmm. of people you're dealing with on the day today. So I want to start with you, Tim. Uh, and just kind of talk to you, and then we'll just kind of go down the line. Tim, why do you want to get involved in home healthcare? I personally worked in in home healthcare for a few years. Oh, okay. Um, I I had a, a the the personal assistant person that I was, I guess the care person that I took care of was a veteran. And um, so I think just kind of building that relationship and seeing the state of health that he was kind of uh, made me more fond of the job. Um, but also just kind of the, the impact that I had on his family overall. I guess when my mom brought it up, it kind of brought back all those experiences that I had back in the day. So I was like, yeah, why not? If she was willing to start it, I was willing to support her in it. And oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? If you until you've actually done the job yourself, it just kind of unpacks from there your passion after that and also your perspective, because it is different being an owner than it is to be the one to actually care for that person. 
What was your most, now that you've actually taken care of a patient before, uh, what was your most memorable experience with that patient? We watched uh, not this workout, but the last workout. Uh, we we all shit together. He he wasn't able. To, he was nonverbal, mm. so just kind of. And but he also loved soccer, so we watched every single game together. And I think that was part of the job because I I didn't know how I would be able to work and watch soccer, but he wanted to watch every single game. So it was just like a blessing in disguise where I was able to watch every single game with him. That yeah. thing, that was. Uh, yeah, one of the fun things that we did together. And oh, quite memorable, yeah. That is super great. You know, Tim, correct me if you if you think differently, uh, but oftentimes, especially with the many patients that I've taken care of, it's not about the healthcare or the medicine that you give to the person specifically, but the companionship and exactly. the quality time that really makes um, the our efforts in taking care of patients all the worthwhile. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Tim. I didn't want to put you on the hot seat for too long. Okay. Well, get some mom and dad here in just a moment. Uh, let me go scroll me over to Simon real quick. <laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, my gosh. So, no trick questions for you, Simon. Same one. Who do you love more, mom or dad? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so same question to you. Why do you want to get in home health care? Um, well, just the fact that it's going to be a family thing. And, um, I mean, as a family, we're always looking to help, help people and help each other out. So this is kind of like an, a new journey as a family. And I've never personally had to per se take care of an elderly person yet. Cause I wasn't, I, I'm not, well, I wasn't old enough to or qualified, but, um, not going into this is kind of like a new opportunity to see what the world has to offer and what we can do to help our section of the world out. That's basically it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that is great. Does that make you nervous? To yeah. like, like you're going to be like, oh, like a newborn baby, almost like, oh, I don't want to drop you. I want to do this, you know. <laughs> yeah, everything everything new comes with a little bit of um, nervousness, but um, you just got to take your head on, I guess, and um, hope for the best. Absolutely. Not only that, but going into you know one thing from being on the biz or on the business side versus the actual uh, employee side of it. Now you're you're getting into a business. It's no longer you just helping one individual. Mm -hmm. As a business, you can help hundreds. Yeah. Of, you know, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, great impact, extremely big impact yeah. uh, being on the administrative side of this. OK, well, great. Thank you so much for, uh, for that, Simon. Um, let me go now then to you, Charlotte. And I'm so sorry. Can you remind me of your first name again? I know Charlotte's told me a hundred times. Welded <laughs> you in the background. I didn't catch the name. Yeah, my name is Prosper. 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 Yeah. What? That's it. That's the name we're going to promote on the website. <laughs> <laughs> so Prosper, why do you now let me ask you this first before I go into kind of similar questions. I asked your sons. Is is this was this originally a dream of both you and your wife mutually to start a home care business or did 
either you or Charlotte have the passion built up first and then kind of convince the other to come along with you on that journey? Yeah, I remember two years ago, uh, I was asking all my kids which kind of uh, business, and I had two in my mind, the home care yeah. or to start like a gas station or something like that. But yeah, we have five. Uh, I asked four of them because the youngest one, she was younger to be asked. But the four is was like a, three of them said the home care. Only the girl who is not here, Stephanie, she asked. That's I think taking care of people is too much risk. And those three boys said. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, instead of uh, Tim and uh, uh, Sam, uh, Jeffrey coming, they have experience with that and myself. That's why it was like uh, something I was dreaming to do. Yeah, and when my wife came with the idea that let's do it, I didn't hesitate 100% to say yes, I think it's the time. Yeah. It's the time. No more, no better time than the present. Wow. Yeah. Well, great. That's great to hear, Prosper. Not only is that an expiring experience, but uh, <clears throat> it's a mutual uh, group decision. And, uh, you know, I deal with a lot of other home care business owners and a lot of them will have, you know, their spouses or maybe a best friend or partner that comes along into the journey. But very rarely do I come across a whole family that comes in and says, hey, let's do this all together. Let's be family run and own from the very start and grow this and build upon that. So I, I, that was truly inspiring to hear from Charlotte when I first heard about all your equal involvement behind this. And what a blessing to you guys to have kids that are so supportive about an industry that really needs a lot of compassion. So that is great. So Charlotte. I went to everybody in the room and I asked him the toughest question. Now I got to put you on the hot seat since you kind of started. You're the one that picked up the phone in the first place and started yes. talking to us and all of that. So let me just scoot that camera, kind of looking at you a little bit better. Oh, yeah. You know, you're the prettiest girl in the room, too, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know I need I know we're all clean to say. So, Charlotte, you know, now that. You, you know, it's the surreal feeling. I remember when I first started my home health agency here in Seattle, Washington, and it was surreal after the first day after you realize, wow, I'm in it. I'm not only it's a plan of action, but now the wheels are turning and actually things are happening and your applications being submitted. Your company formation is going forward. We're doing your consulting contract with the state uh, already as we kind of go through this process. Uh, what are you most hopeful of achieving with your home health care business? What is it? What's kind of the mission statement of prosperity home care? Oof. Mm -hmm. I know. I thought the, you the passion is like mm -hmm. a, most of the thing is to live for the sake of others. Mm -hmm. We are there to help the community. That's why I told you our um, our first idea was to help our community here. But unfortunately, 
we're going to Connecticut. Living for the face of others, that's the most thing we put in our kids' head. We don't live for ourselves. We have to be thinking for others too. So helping others is the first thing. And then improve finance for my family is the second. Mm -hmm. So to see how my kid can be financially stable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Financial stability is uh, it's an important aspect. As much as we are here to help other families, the first family that we serve is our own always. And uh, yes, not it, it's it's an investment of time, knowledge uh, and uh, not only investment of finances, but your own personal time in that. And you could choose really any business and be successful at it, you know, and uh, and I got to say that healthcare is definitely an avenue that uh, has a lot of ups and downs. That's no uh, no doubt about that. Um, so what I would like to do now, now that I kind of got the initial questions with all of you already stated, is I would like to now move into the business planning and structure of prosperity home care. And how I think we could best go about this, I mean, we have to have very honest conversations right now, uh, but part of our mission statement at Consult Atlas is that we want to solve the healthcare crisis, uh, not only here in the United States, but around the world, because everybody's feeling it. The baby boomer generation is retiring. They need caregivers. There's not enough caregivers. Um, we want to keep our prices affordable for our clients, but also give our employees a living wage, but healthcare is ever climbing. So now costs are ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And uh, also the amount of resources that you guys as home care businesses and other healthcare businesses as well are limited on resources or direction or consulting or training in order for you guys to get um, a leg up, a head start, and to know what direction you're supposed to go. And kind of like when I first started speaking with you, Charlotte, yes, we, just like many consulting companies, can get you your license. It's what are we going to do for the next 20 years after that? That's what we want to learn. And we want to make it so that you guys last um, that full 20 years because, man, there's a high turnover rate for new home care businesses, almost 30% to 40% on any particular state uh, of agencies after the first year. Uh, so with that being said, uh, that's how I want to spring forward is to um, uh, go ahead and take our mission statement and make sure that we have a good business plan and that we are all on the same page here as we go forward. So if we could, I want to uh, kind of go around the room once again and start with my pinpointed questions. Uh, let me start with Tim again. Tim, let me scoop the camera over to Tim and ask a question. Tim, what is your envisionment of the level of involvement or position that you would like to hold for Prosperity Home Health? What job title would you like? So we had this conversation earlier, like a couple hours earlier. And um, um, I think at first I wanted to see 
what we would need as we start because I know they're not very tech savvy. And so I've been kind of helping with whatever I need to get done technically. So um, that could be something that I could focus on mostly. Oh, yeah. That's a huge job. I mean, the software and technology maintenance and overseeing that, especially with EVV software, electronic visit verification software, I mean, you are going to be seeing a reader board of all of your employees and caregivers where they're driving, patients, calls coming in and stuff like that. So um, for a position like that, it's... Um, uh, it's a it's an administrative role. Uh, do you want to service more of the back office, meaning like you want to go ahead and speak with caregivers, make sales calls with clients over the phones, set appointments, uh, set caregiver schedules? Like, do you want what 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 type of role are you kind of specifically looking at as it deals with the technology? Mm. Tell you what, Tim, let me ask you this. What are you good at? What am I good at? Oh, um, I'm pretty tech savvy, like, like, like I said. So I've been, um, I can make graphics and stuff. So mostly. He made the logo, though. So mostly on the graphic type of things. Um, but I also do. I also wanted to do, I guess, become a caregiver as well. So I'm kind of torn between the two at the moment, whether or not I should be in the back room working on the emails and stuff or be more on the ground. So that's kind of my internal conflict at the moment. Absolutely. Uh, caregiver, especially as you're kind of first starting out, you know, is oftentimes that the owner wants to go ahead and say, hey, I don't have many caregivers on staff right now, or I've just gained my first patients. Now let's go ahead and take uh, some of the back office people or administrators or owners and have them go ahead and be the first initial caregivers uh, before doing anything else. If I could steer you in a direction, Tim, is, and I know it's a, if you want to be the caregiver with your guys's company, uh, that is great. Uh, but as far as the operations of your home health care business, and again, you can do whatever you want. If your passion really is to be a caregiver, that's what you'd be. But you could be a caregiver anywhere. You could be a caregiver for your family, but your family needs the operations of the back office taken care of more than actual caregiving. And the reason why I say that is because somebody has to answer the phones, has to do the marketing has to talk to clients, who has to do assessments, someone has to do um, the payroll, and uh, someone has to check over charting, somebody has to make new business relationships with other home care agencies, hospitals, nursing facilities, and all of that. The company itself in its back office is, the, it is basically the engine of the company. Caregivers... They are the front lines. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be a front lines person, that is fine. But 
in uh, if we want to see this company grow exponentially, concentrate on the back office and then fill in as a caregiver if it is needed, because I guarantee you there's going to be a lot of opportunity for you to jump in as a caregiver at any time. But there is few to almost no opportunity for somebody to be found who's great at and just dedicated to marketing. Okay. That makes sense. If you're good at graphic design, that's great. That's already a great head start. And what we are, what we want to do, Tim, as we're kind of discussing what you're good at and what you're passionate about and what you want to do to help the family, is I want to pair with you a professional who is good at that thing, that very thing. And you just soak up as much knowledge about what you need to do to be great at that. And then that's what you're going to contribute to the family. Again, if it's caregiving, absolutely go for it. There will be tons of opportunity for you guys to get there, but there is even more opportunity and also a greater need for growth in marketing and doing sales calls with clients and so on and so forth. Um, so think about that a little bit. Okay. okay. We'll come back to you. Think about that, digest it, and then we'll come back and revisit. Let's go now all the way over to Simon. Hey, Simon. Simon, buddy, tell me. What? Uh, well, I'm going to start with the other question. What are you good at? I mean, um, the complex question. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I guess just just caring. Like I'm not. I'm just the type that you can talk to, and uh, I guess. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> you don't know yourself, right? Yeah. No, I mean, what am I good at? I'm good at listening. <laughs> good at listening. Wow. I got to tell you, man, sales would be great for you. It is all listening. That is listening every day. You imagine you're getting calls from families, uh, specifically usually the children, and they're saying, hey, my mom's only got a couple months to live. And you know what? Half the time, it's not a hard sell. It's about listening to what the person has to say on the other line and uh, being able to feel for that, have empathy for that person and uh, create an avenue for them to, you know, watch, have their loved ones move on to the next life in peace. Mm -hmm. And it's organized and they have family and people around them. And uh, if that is something that you want to do is listen and be compassionate, especially if you have a really great marketer and you're having tons of clients call you all the time, um, that would be a great role. That's as a suggestion. What do you think about that? I mean, that seems pretty, that seems pretty good. Hey, absolutely. Okay, so we got Simon in sales, much needed, much needed. Tim would just get you be doing all the marketing and he'd be like, you know, get you everybody and everybody. Oh, hey, okay. We got, hey, how's it going? Did you just walk in? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you weren't there. Okay. All right. Great. 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 I'll come to you in a moment. Okay. Great. Uh, so great. Awesome. Sales. I will write that down. Sales. Okay, let's go to you, young man in the very corner. Go ahead and introduce yourself to me. Glad that you can join us. Uh, my name is Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Great. 
Jeffrey, why do you want to get in the home health industry with your family? Well, I have some experience and because I worked uh, in the same place where my mom and dad worked. Oh. Uh, yeah, like I worked there for three years and then I like it, you know, like I like making a difference, you know, like helping people. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's great. That 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 is awesome. And as I was just speaking to Tim and Simon here, what role do you see yourself playing in the family home health care business? I, I don't know. Like, um, well, like, what are my options? What are you good at? Ooh. Uh, well, uh, I didn't think about that. I don't know. <laughs> what have you done before? Well, I'm I'm mostly worked one on one with the people. Okay. And um, I took care of some some paperwork, but yeah, that was was yeah. Okay, some paperwork. So you are you a very organized person, Jeffrey? I'll say so. Yeah. You would say so? You'd be like, yeah. hey, like you you would like if somebody if we if a bunch of checks and money was coming into the company, could you account for every dollar? Oh yeah, I can. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I gotta tell you, you know, I know it doesn't sound like a glamorous position because no one likes dealing with payroll and stuff like that. But when it comes to finances, money, making sure that employees get paid on time and exploring the options of the business, it may be the most important position of the company. And let me tell you why. You see, when you guys first start out your home health care business, you're going to have two initial revenue sources. The first one is all private pay. Meaning you got money in your pocket, I'm here to accept it. The other thing that you're able to accept is long-term care insurance. Another very important thing. Long-term care insurance for the individuals from younger ages to middle age who invested in an insurance po policy for their long-term care means that when they do need home health care services, their insurance company will pay any amount. Whether you charge 50 bucks an hour or $150 an hour, the long-term care insurance is going to pay out that much. And, you know, that's lots of states and different places, you know, they really vary uh, in what they're charging. Finding payer sources is a very crucial part of the business. Expanding where you can get your business and payer sources it's extremely vital. That means looking into other private insurance companies in Cincinnati, uh, looking at uh, Medicaid and Medicare and was looking at what the process is for that. And uh, also being able to see the money that's coming in and going out and helping with budgeting. That's a huge part of it. It takes organization to do that. A lot of it. But it is a crucial part that needs to be played 
accept it, digest it, think about it, and we'll come back to you. Okay. okay. Now, let any questions for me, though, Jeffrey? I'm sorry. I was, I'm sorry. Uh, no. Yeah. Anything to add? Uh, no. I feel like, yeah. If I have a question, I, I'll ask. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Prosper, let's go to you. Yes, I'm here. What do you see your role or involvement in prosperity home healthcare? No, uh, myself, I would be the senior <laughs> caregiver. <laughs> senior <laughs> caregiver. You're like, I'm going to be the first client. You know, everybody's going to take care I of me. I will be the first employee. <laughs> No way. Yes. Uh, oh, man. You know, myself, uh, when I talk to my kids, I tell them, you know, for us, we are promoting you guys. We need to be in the shadow behind you. You be there. You speak very good English. You write. You do this. And our skill is going like we are losing too much in, in the skill. But you, you have that potential of skill. That's why we will be behind supporting. We will be the worker. That is my first position. The first person to get will be my... <laughs> I will work. If... Each one have some kind of a thing. What I learn in life is uh, to learn uh, something from all. Mm -hmm. That means you have the global, but I have the knowledge in this point, in this point, in this point, in this point, in case who was. Mm -hmm. Somebody's not there, quick, we can run, quick cover. Mm -hmm. we can help yeah that will be our role as a parent supporting most of the kids in front but we will be working mm -hmm. yes that's my my position wow that was so wide that was a very broad stroke but i i see what you're saying you want to be behind your kids you want to support them you want to foster an environment for them to be successful in. Is that kind of what I'm hearing from you? Yes. Yes. You know, a lot of times, not just in home healthcare, but any business, especially if you're an employee, the, one, of the, one of the reasons why you have loyal employees staying with you for not just one year, two years, three, but decades long is not so much the services and the things that you provide or even the pay that you give your employee, it's the culture that you set up within your company. Culture mm -hmm. is so important to feel like you're a part of something. You prosper and you, Charlotte, you, as, you, you kind of prospered this idea, this vision, and this culture already to your children. But now you imagine you have a hundred applicants of caregivers where you have to judge their character, convey to them what kind of culture and standard that you guys hold, and then motivate 
that crew of people that are dedicated to your business uh, to have them wake up every day and want to go ahead and do their best to go ahead, not only to give back to their community for their client, but to see prosperity, home care, keep on growing. Mm -hmm. We need culture. And from the moment that somebody walks into your door who is looking for a job, whoever is onboarding that person is how they're going to feel about the rest of the company is based off of the initial pitch, the vision, and the passion put behind what, how you talk about your company. Would you, as a position in the company, want to be responsible for recruiting and staffing and creating culture within your business? Or did you have another idea? Uh, or what are you good at? Yeah, recruiting, yes, we can. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys have, okay, I'll let you kind of gnaw on that. We'll come back to it, kind of think about it. We're going to go through a lot of the positions of the company, but right now, the easiest positions are the, to fill are the ones that people already feel passionate about mm -hmm. or are already good at. Absolutely. Mm. So we'll go on to that. Charlotte, great to I, I'm sorry I keep leaving you last. You know, I want to catch <laughs> I got to talk to you so much. I wanted to, you know, kind of talk to everybody else. Charlotte, how do you see your involvement or what your contribution or role that you want to play with prosperity home care? Uh, I don't know if I have I have a specific role. Of course, so it's on my name. I don't know. It's just open my name, but I don't know. I don't know exactly. Well, when you wake up and you have your coffee and you're all dressed for the day, what do you want to do? Do you want to talk to patients? Do you want to market and advertise the company? Do you want to network with other businesses? What, what do you want to do? Of course, I have to see how other business are run, uh, running, and then we can, yeah, yeah, see how other business are running. Yeah. Okay, so kind of fill in wherever you're needed until you kind of find your niche of where you need to go uh, to go, and just kind of figure it out from there. Do you have a certain passion for anything, or do you have a work experience? Uh, you know, doing. Uh, anything specific in healthcare? Oh yeah, mm, I have management a little bit, and uh, um, I schedule appointments and order medications, things like that. That's mm -hmm. what I do now. Yeah, but I don't know in uh, our own what I can do if, uh, if I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's your current healthcare license cover? Or do you, you have a current, do, do you, do, are you already a medical professional inside, like have like a registered nurse or? No, no, um, I'm just med tech, but this is just for the company. I can, I, I can give medication, but it's just, just for the company. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I okay. don't think like I can do it somewhere else. Gotcha. Well, you know, with all these different positions that we're talking about, 
somebody needs to be the manager for all of it and give direction on where to go, what to do, and make sure that every day everybody's actively kind of portraying their role. Absolutely. I think my husband can do management. Yeah, management uh, is a huge thing. Absolutely. Culture, management, marketing, someone talking to clients, uh, somebody, you know, scheduling the caregivers, uh, you know, taking service, a lot, a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of things. And this is just to kind of start the conversation. Nothing's set in stone, but just give the overall idea of uh, where we're at. Now, I want to go ahead and ask one more question that's kind of pinpointed to the commitment of the company. So we're on mutual understanding. And it's really what I'm asking for is a number. Uh, let's start with Tim. Tim, what is the number of hours that you are going to commit to prosperity home care on a weekly basis? A minimum of 40. Okay, 40 hours. Simon, what is the number of hours that you are able to commit to prosperity home care? Um, minimum of 35, bro. 35 hours. Okay. And Jeffrey, what is the number of committed hours you're going to put into the family business? Uh, as many as I need to, you know. And you want to put in 100? There's a hundred. Where is it? <laughs> no, um, sixty hours maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Considering social life and everything, you would put sixty hours in. Yeah, uh, that's what like. Yeah, I say fifty hours, like twelve hours a day. Okay, fifty hours. Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, Prosper, how many hours are you able to commit to the business on weekly? Yeah, like uh, more of us, 60 hours. 60 hours, okay. Yes, a week. And finally, Charlotte, <laughs> how many hours are you willing to commit to your business weekly? I think 50. 50 hours. Has anybody got a job? Anybody? Yeah. Oh, y'all got jobs? Yes. Wow. Okay. Y'all got jobs and you can still fit in this many hours? That's amazing. Yeah, we work more than that. Really? Wow. Okay. Wow. I I I was I was expecting here 15, 20 hours. And I, this was oh, wow, yeah. that's an impressive we work I mean, more than that. Oh man, I mean, in, in my total that I got here, 90. We have over 230 hours worth of work that you will all be putting into this business on a weekly basis. Imagine what you could accomplish with 230 hours. That's very powerful, especially if you know what to do for every minute of those 230 hours. And that's what we're going uh, to go ahead and do. Okay. Well, I am going to stop asking questions and start receiving them. Uh, and we'll just kind of go around the room. Who would be, is there any questions for the family that you would like to ask me about this process, what we do moving forward, or what your, what your key role on how you can better prepare yourself for opening day? 
I can start. Yep, sounds good. Um, yeah, so you did mention that uh, depending on what role we want to do, we would kind of receive some kind of training. Yes, I would say your if this is what you want to do, and this is all you care about. Our mission is to make you an expert in that field that you want to go to. And that's what we got to do. I mean, all of you can obviously go to each one of our trainers and learn a little bit about everything. But as soon as you fully submerge yourself in that one position and become the anchor of the company in that particular role, you'll be unstoppable in this industry because everybody will refer to you for those expertise. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, what does that look like in terms of, uh, I guess you said it, with the person that I'll be working with or receiving knowledge from? Yes. Um, what does that look like on a weekly basis? On a weekly basis, it's think of it like school. You okay. go to school, you get a little bit of knowledge, kind of like the 101. Yeah. And then you get a homework assignment. Got it. Do your homework assignment. Then you go back to the class and you say, okay, I did this and I did that. Now what am I supposed to, what else do I need to do? Well, you got to this step. And then what we do is, is you'll learn things and you'll develop a plan. You'll then bring the plan back to the professor or teacher, and then they'll develop on that plan even further and really ask you questions. Hey, did you research this? Did you find out this thing? What are you going to do when this situation comes up? And before you know it, you'll be building this whole entire marketing plan and structure. So then you can execute your marketing plan uh, accurately and efficiently. And that might take anywhere between a couple of days uh, or it could take weeks. It depends how aggressive your marketing effort is. I'll give you an example here. Uh, is uh, here at Consult Atlas, we have a very aggressive marketing plan. I mean, we have a marketing plan for the uh, not just the United States, but globally in 18 different countries. That marketing plan is an immense conversation with many professionals coming around us saying, How do we do this? How do we utilize social media? How do we utilize Google? How do we use paid TV ads? How do we get other people that want to be a part of our mission and our group in order to go ahead and also solve the healthcare crisis, kind of give them behind our mission statement? So really, you got to say, how big do you want to make your marketing effort? If it's just in your neighborhood, well, we can make flyers and do little promotionals for sure. your 20 or 30 neighbors. But if you're just like, I want the whole state of... Uh, that we're going to be working in. Now that's a totally different game altogether, isn't it? Especially if you start saying, I want to serve the whole country. So that's where we're going to start. We're going to find out where you, how big do you want your marketing effort to be? Okay. You know, Sounds okay. good. Thank Any you. Any other questions? Any questions? Uh, for me, I have a question. Yes. Uh, what kind of training would I be doing if 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 I was doing like uh like if I was doing the finance part of it? If you were doing the finance, oh, you would speak with uh uh you would speak with Mary Mar or Bercellus. They're both really good at especially Bercellus. She's just oh she's so organized. I I I I always brag her up. I'm like oh 
I never even know what I'm having for breakfast, but you got the whole month planned out. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what we would do is, is uh, it, all of you, regardless of whatever position that you're going to be choosing, have to know about technology and software. It's just the world we live in now. A lot of home care businesses that I speak with, the ones that are like that call us on the other side, which means I already got my business. I already got the license, but I'm struggling. And then we sit down as they're consulting. We're just like looking at everything that they're doing in operation wise. They, they're disorganized. They got papers. They're printing everything. They they got six different software systems that don't talk to each other and trying to figure out how to manage that and all that. It's a mess. What we're going to do is make sure that we have a cohesive platform, which you guys are already signed, uh, start, signed up our, uh, with, I believe, with one of our partners. And uh, you're not only going to get the training on how to actually do the organization and structure and the finances of the business, but you're going to find out how to apply that to the software to automate that process as much as possible. So you're not every single day repeating same steps. Okay. That's what it would look like. Everybody's getting training on how to actually do the job and then how to use the software to make you as efficient as possible to do that job. So you're not repeating things. I would say recruiting and staffing. Oh my gosh. I love bragging about our recruiting and staffing or through our partners. I mean, because what they did was, is you got to find the candidate. You got to sit down and interview them. You got to have, after they say, yes, I want to be hired, they got to sign 20,000 documents. You got to scan their driver's license and da-da-da-da-da, all that. And then you got to train them. You got to sit down with your paper and be like, all right, today's lesson is how to deal with an Alzheimer's patient. And you got to do five hours worth of that training for every single one of those employees. Or you can have a software system Mm -hmm. that whole entire process for you automated and you don't got to do any of it besides decide if you want to hire the person or not that's the power of software mm -hmm. and knowledgeable resources married together and that's how we think we'll solve the healthcare crisis we can make you guys so efficient to where the most complex parts of your business can just run automatically that you can grow as big as you want. You can even run five different home care businesses because the software is doing all the work for you. And that's what we Any Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Any questions on that? No. No. Okay. All right. so back to mama. Yeah, back to mama. <laughs> I, I have a question. I mean, we, we, we were given the address to Connecticut, virtual address. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm not in possession on that ad of uh, that address. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, if we have that address and we have mail, I think I don't know how it's going to work. Oh, the current address. OK, so what did the attorney say? Um, actually, they talked to my husband saying you know, they gave they put in a virtual address, which we don't. Personally, I'm not in procession, and I don't know the address. Oh, it's not. No, I think I remember the last attorney. They, they actually, it, I don't know if they messaged us. The registered agent, I think, is the alternative option 
that was suggested. Uh, did the attorney speak with you about a registered agent? I think uh, we, we, we just the paper, but um, two days ago, my husband told me somebody called uh, to say no, uh, ask the question because we were a mistake of adding an S on the home care, they rectified it, and then they said um, they put an address, virtual address to Connecticut. That was fine because we were struggling with the address. And um, I don't know. Uh, the address but ourselves we are planning to go to connecticut because i think you send us the link where we can find the address yes uh the attorney also has another alternative which mm -hmm. i believe that he actually was speaking with me about the other day uh which was the registered agent think of it this way a registered agent is a service that people provide which are individuals that live in that state hmm. and they use their personal address as your register registrated you know business address or or residence and all the mail that goes to that registered agent hmm. is then forwarded over to you okay yeah, yeah it's a, it's so registered agents i mean i've seen anywhere between you know they're pr they're very inexpensive from hmm. what i saw you know, I think it's like hundred, two hundred dollars or something like that. We're gonna pay for it, right? Yes. Well, uh, as soon as you discuss with the attorney uh, the options, I just remember he was talking about registered agent. He even has a couple of places, uh, mm -hmm. you know, as a suggestion. Yeah. You know, say so. We always like to give multiple options just so that you're not stuck on just any one particular one. Uh, yeah. So if you find a registered agent or uh, from the selection we send you, or if you find one on your own, we're happy to use either one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, another question was, if we find a place, mm -hmm. physical place in Connecticut, how, oh, my daughter is in. Oh, great, great. We'll bring her and do the, the runaround. Steph, can you put your camera on? Yeah, uh, if we find a place, how would be the placement of the office? Should we put in one of the rooms as an office or I don't know? Mm. Um, yes, absolutely. You could do a home office. That is the most common thing done with new home care businesses is they use a room in their house as the office. Uh, the state of Cincinnati, uh, uh, the state will go out and send a surveyor to check it out, make sure that you have locked cabinets or whatever it is. Uh, some of them are accepting technology and software, though. Some of them, some states are saying, just show me how what softwares you're using to keep yourself organized because everybody's just going digital anyways. And then as soon as they see that you got all that and that's an option, we'd have to check with the state if. Uh, if that's an option. If not, then yes, you could be a room in your house uh, that you can use uh, to keep all of yourself organized for the surveyor to check out. Yeah, because uh, um, it was um, questions I was asking. Somebody told me in New York, they don't allow like uh, somebody has in the office, like we have a house, you, tell, you pick one room, this is the office, the door has to be outside, not inside the house. And go. I don't know if it's the same with Connecticut. I don't know. Connecticut is a totally different thing, just like Washington State's a totally different. Everybody's just got their. New York is tough, though. I mean, New York's got a lot of rules. They're, uh, yeah, they, uh, 
I don't know. I feel like they just sit there all day and then like like the the governor walks in and be like, hey, Department of Health, what did you do today? Uh, we just wrote more laws that people have to follow. And they're like, you know, just to say that they're doing something. Because, yeah, there's a lot of rules and regulations. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we'll have to uh, look at that a little bit closer. Absolutely. Yes, please. Because I was just trying to say, yes, we can fund a house. But uh, if they, we don't have a outside door to get in the office, it's going to be like we have to find another place for the office. It's going to be more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 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 Yes. So your daughter's here now. Is that right? Yeah. Steph. 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 Stephanie. Yeah. Can you put the camera a little bit and then pull my cooking? I know. I mean, she's if she also clicks on the link that was sent over to you, then I can see her as well. It'll be yeah. like three screens. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Is she on camera? I don't think she's on Yeah, I sent the link to her. But, but she's at work right now, so we don't know if she's able to actually to turn the on the camera. camera on. Ah, gotcha. That's okay. I can follow up with her on another time. I'm happy to do so. Yeah, uh, did she say what position she would like to, or involvement that she would like with the company? No, she didn't say anything. She's, okay. she's, she cannot talk. She can talk. Stephanie, you have yeah, a question. Yeah. Hello, Stefa. Can she talk? Steph, can you talk? Hello? Ah, there we are. Is that her? Stephanie, so if she can talk, yeah, I, I, the thing we was just uh, is catch her up on what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So let me, while I have you all on the phone, uh, I will do this. Is uh, as I kind of took everything down today, a lot of great stuff discussed. We will continue this conversation. What the plan of action will be is that we want, as a part of your, your marketing campaign, but also uh, to convey the message of what Prosperity Home Care is all about, is we want to record your initial start, middle to licensing, to running the agency and thereon, and to make a documented story about everything that you're going through right now. This would be the start of it. And it's great. It's a beautiful family. And if we can capture the story of what you all are going through, uh, as well as what your mission statement is, we can get a lot of compassionate people to want to follow in your footsteps. And, you know, doing this business with family to start is great, uh, but it takes a village to help a community. And that's what we want to do. We want to get other like-minded individuals in your village, in your community, to join you on your mission. Absolutely. So you can grow. And uh, you, we, we are here to help with that. We want to connect with as many people in Connecticut as possible and from around the nation for not only for you guys to be able to do business and share resources with one another, 
But to be like, hey, we're all into this for the next 20 years. You know, I, I need my own community and I, I, I need some encouragement, you know, and uh, that's what we're going to do. We're going to network. But most importantly, we're going to collect and record this story. Uh, so what we're going to do is as a plan of action next is after you guys decide on what you want your positions to be, I would recommend that we start assigning one of our professionals to sit with each one of you in your respective, you know, decisions on what you want to do with the company. And you're more than welcome to go to eat different ones and uh, start your training from there and uh, schedule an appointment. And I will get you guys that list as well. So then you can start that off. What do you think? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great. Was there any other questions that I can help answer? While yes. I, yeah. The, the question is, uh, is as, uh, as we have to write the mission statement, a vision statement, or you will help us to make it? We're doing it right now. Everything that we're talking about on this camera, capturing your story live and like having these conversations is what we, we can use to kind of do our story. We even have editors uh, on staff who do professional editing and they can do an entire documentary of this experience that you guys are going through. And I would encourage you as you're going through this journey and you guys are having roundtables about your business, get out your phone, tablet, or computer and start recording yourselves as mm -hmm. you're having these conversations, as you're learning, as you're trying stuff out and stuff like that. Uh, because we want to make a story out of this. Like this is, this is what thousands of people who are looking to get into the home care business are looking for. They're looking for what happens on day one. What happens when I pick up that phone? What happens when I talk to a consultant? What happens when I start my first day of, uh, of my business? Uh, what do I need to do to be prepared? All these questions that you guys have as you're kind of learning going along with this is the same ones that so many other people have. And they, they get inspired by your story. Then hopefully we will have contributed to solving the healthcare crisis by getting more people interested in getting to this industry as well. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's absolutely. Good. Okay, I will leave it open for any last questions that you want to ask. Otherwise, we will close here for now, but then have our follow-ups going uh, in the next coming week with the actual training. Yeah. So we said our um, opening would be July 5th. If we get our license. Mm -hmm. If everything is ready. If uh, everything is ready. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would love that too. And we could start marketing ahead of time and coming up with strategies before then and, you know, a lot of other things to uh, to kind of prepare for this. So yeah, I think that's a, it's already April. Yeah, I think that's a pretty realistic time frame, depending on the state. But yeah, I think mm -hmm. that's, that's a good goal. Yeah. yeah, if everything's ready, so we'll have a first experience to establish everything on life. I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, that sounds good to me. Hey, everybody. Thank you all. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
the greatest. I can see prosperity, home care prospering already. Already. All right. Don't buy the Lamborghini yet, guys. You know, wait to have the license first. Okay. Thank you. All right, y'all. All the best and nothing less. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. Have a good day. Atlas Podcast.